Can I tell you something that I think building wealth um, is actually pretty easy, but we make it a lot more difficult than we think we should make it. We always, and the reason is we look for, you know, these ways to sort of hack and, you know, try to get to wealth as quick as possible and all those kind of things. But really, for the vast majority of the people, it's actually super easy and it's pretty tried and true. Um, you know, very simple. Just take a percentage of your wealth. So something like 15% is a good estimate. You know, if you sort of follow the whole Dave Ramsey plan, you take 15% and you invest that in, and this is where I tend to differ um, a little bit from what, what, you know, the sort of suggestions that, that you might hear about is just putting it in index funds. Um, you could sort of follow what he suggests or, you know, what other people suggest um, and invest it in mutual funds. So for me, it's, it's easier to invest in mutual funds um, because that's what my work provides. It's, you know, that's, that's a sort of standard thing of doing, um, you know, doing things. But, you know, that's all you really have to do. And um, the problem is, is that we make it really difficult. You know, from the academic side, um, I'm always reading about the sort of challenges of this kind of stuff. And, and if you're doing it yourself, it is challenging, right? You have to sort of figure out, um, um, you know, oh, by the way, if, if you don't know, I'm Professor Dave Masak. I'm Associate Professor of Innovation Strategy and Entrepreneurship. And I created this whole reciprocity project to give back as much as I possibly can so many people to help me out that I want to pay the waiver for to help you out. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, if you're doing it yourself, there is a lot of challenges, but it's really just, you know, figuring out who the audience or who your customers are. Um, and then once you finally figure out who they are and what they're about, um, then, you know, having a conversation with them and trying to solve their problems that they, they um, have and then figuring out from there you know, the sort of subsequent step is figuring out what is the appropriate amount that you should charge for those problems, or which is called the appropriation de- debate or appropriation ideas, how much you should, you should um, appropriate of, of the wealth, right? And in general, you know, a good thing to think about is that you don't want to, the least amount that you can appropriate, the least amount that you need is actually the best. Um, and so, you know, ideally the best would be to give everything away for free um, because then you're going to grow your audience, you're going to grow your impact, um, but then you sort of have to figure out, okay, we need some resources, we need some some money to sort of grow this thing in different areas, right, to make sure it all doesn't fall apart and it's, it's sustainable. So, you know, in general, it is it's pretty easy to do these things, and yet you know, I can have innumerable conversations um, with with different people. And, you know, almost everybody is going to have this sort of view that they can sort of beat the market, right? That, that, um, that there is this sort of best possible way. And I think part of it has to do with, you know, uh, in, in terms of what is taught in, you know, business education, but also the sort of belief um, you know, falsehood that we think that we're somehow superior, we're somehow better. Individuals are somehow better instead of just simply saying, hey, you know what, why not just match the market? 
or if you can get close to the market, you're actually doing pretty good, right? Like if you have, um, um, if you if you're meeting the market, and, and the market, if you didn't realize this, is actually pretty spectacular, because you're actually taking the best possible companies around the world and putting them in in a public exchange. That's that's really what happens, and so those ones, and then you take the best of the best of those ones and um you know you're you're doing pretty spectacular and we're always thinking about okay you know how can we beat the market what's the best way to make money all that kind of stuff and most of it's hocus pocus um in fact i would say 99 percent of it's hocus pocus and you know if you were to to have this if you had a, a magazine like you know any of these business magazines like fortune or fast money whatever i'm not knocking them and by the way that you know they're interesting and, and i do read those things or HBR, Harvard Business Review and stuff. I do read them. They're interesting, right? Um, you know, it would be really spectacularly boring just to simply say, hey, you know, invest your, your money broadly um, and do it slowly over a long haul. That's boring. And and that's not necessarily all that exciting. But, but in reality, nobody does it. Um, it takes a lot of work to do it because it's slow, it's tedious, it's boring. Um, and it's, it's, there's no quick wins. You can't tell that story. You can't tell that sort of amazing story that, hey, I invested in this thing and, and everything sort of took off and it became this sort of you know, romantic notion of what it means to invest um, to do these things, right? So, so that's one angle, right, is, is to sort of just do broad investing. And, and I think most people should do that. I think that that is like the best possible course of action. But if you're going to do it yourself, um, you know, which is I'm, that's what the whole reciprocity project is actually, is me figuring out, okay, how can I do this? But, you know, getting to the point, and, and you don't know this, but getting to the point where you're actually matching the market and you're getting to the returns of the market is, is really actually pretty hard. Um, and you have to do a lot to get to that point where you're actually getting returns on the market. And there's lots of work involved. Um, so, you know, you might try to, um, and, you know, I went through some of it as figuring out the audience and solving problems for them and all those things. That's not clear and it's not easy. Um, and, and there's no sort of straightforward thing, but, but, in reality, it's actually pretty sort of simple, right? If you think about it, it's just problem-solving activity. Um, problem is we don't know what people like. Um, we don't know how long, if we figure out what they like, how long that's going to last. We don't know, um, you know, whether somebody is going to come in and, you know, do something that's a little better than what you're doing. There's, like, so many different variables, right? Um, but we simply have to just try to do your best um, at the end of the day. So um, what I'm getting at is don't get fancy. Um, it really is going to burn you over and over and over again if you try to get fancy. The best thing is to be simple, be boring, and you know just plug along and just repeatedly plug along oh, day in and day out. Um, don't worry about it, right? You eventually is going to get to the point where you'll figure it out, right? If you are doing it um, sort of broad-based investing like I was talking about, you're going to do okay. Um, you're going to do pretty spectacular, in fact. But it takes an awful long time. And um, people are going to laugh at you and all that kind of stuff, right? Like all that sort of basic story. 
Um, but it takes a lot of work and you're going to take a significant portion of your money right now and dump it into something that has long-term value and you're going to freak out when it, when that happens, right? So you're going to take, say you're making $50,000 right now, you're going to take 15% of that. So what is 15% doing math in my head? Roughly, you know, um, $10,000 of that, a little less. Um, and well, let's say, you know, Let's say it's, yeah, it's $7,500 of that, and which is a lot of money, right? Like, that is a lot of money, and dumping that into a long-term investment, and you do that day in, day out, and long-term investment is, you know, generally some sort of index fund or mutual funds or whatever, like really good mutual funds have been around forever. Um, you know, you do that day in and day out, it's not, it's not exciting, um, you're not going to have any sort of physical entity that you can say, hey, look what I made or look what I did or all those kind of things. Um, you'll just have to, the only thing you can do is give a nod or a wink to somebody if they're saying, hey, how are you doing with that? Uh, but but you can't do that nod or wink until it's 25 years out, right? You have to have that sort of confidence of it. But really, yeah, there's not a lot to it and there's not sort of magic um, in any sort of way and, and people are going to argue with all these kind of things but man it's it's pretty spectacularly boring uh, to, to sort of say these things you can again coming back to the analogy of you know all of these business magazines you could probably write most of this stuff on a page and that would be it and, and that would be the entire thing you wouldn't have a story to tell there would be no hero um, involved, but you know, then for the most part, that's that's the best that we could do. Um, there might be other things that are out there, and, and people are going to argue with this, but it's pretty pretty sound advice, and it's pretty boring. Um, but boring is good. That's what I've learned time and time again. Boring is good. Boring means that things are going as planned, and that is good. All right. So with that. Take care and have a wonderful day. Bye.